USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best man. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's a plan. It's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am Groot. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, they can be exactly what we need. Suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. indeed been uploaded, sir. We're online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. I started to say episode, but I caught myself. That's ah. good, because you know by now we have issues. Have issues. Lots of them. It is the Intrepid Trio, Mike, Eric, and Kylan, and we are here to bring Marvel news <coughs> to you. Unfortunately, <coughs> we cannot ignore the inevitable. Yo, Jarvis. Really? <laughs> smack talk by a by an AI. What the? Yeah, that's a well, virtual smack. Well, you, you know, well, considering where we got that from, uh, it doesn't surprise me one bit. Yeah, N- you're scene. referring to the fact that we got our artificial intelligence from H. H. Greg off the clearance rack. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it was, it was a good deal. It was a it was President's t- Day sale. I remember, but you know, it was a Tony Stark's <laughs> returned item. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so, before he got Friday. Yeah. So, so uh, we, we got some news for you. You are not authorized to access this area. Did he? Did Jarvis get your virus from last week? I, you know what he he might have. I mean, because I, I I feel I, I feel fine. And to be honest with you, I kind of got over it really fast. So he might have. I don't know, Jar- Jarvis. Are, are are you feeling okay? For you, sir. Anything. Uh, okay. <laughs> that doesn't quite answer the question, but okay. I, you know, he he might. Are, are, I don't know. Well, I mean, does AI drink vitamin C? They don't really drink vitamin C, do they? No. no. Well, hold on. No. Well, hold on. Let me let me open up uh, Jarvis here. Check the insides. <laughs> Seems to be working. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, maybe is it a full moon tonight? Uh, you know, I mean, maybe we yes. could talk to Doctor Strange. Maybe Doctor Strange knows something. Uh, Doctor Strange is in Sh- Shambhala. Uh, oh well, along with Three Dog Night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I want to start off right off the bat with this. Someone on Facebook gave us a great comment. Wow, you guys really do geek out hard on the Marvel. I do like the Marvel movies. Had a few action figures when I was growing, or when I was young. and used to play Nintendo, Marvel vs. DC, plus others. But serious, you guys really get excited a lot on the show. It's cool. <laughs> well, thank you. And, and that's, from, thank you. that's from a listener named Anthony. One, I'm not even going to attempt to butcher his last name, because that's <laughs> what I'll do. So, we do enough of 
that when we comes to the picks of the week. We but uh, th- yeah. but thank you, Anthony. And yes, we do get excited about Marvel because well, this is a Marvel show. It's kind of like it's kind of like I was telling the guys before we started recording. If you like a particular sports team, you know, be it football, baseball, basketball, hockey, whatever, and you go to listen to that team's broadcast on the radio or streaming or whatever, are you going to want the play-by-play announcer, the commentary announcer, uh, the sideline reporter? Do you want them to like not be cheerleaders for that team? For You don't want them to get excited about them? No, you want them to be the biggest cheerleader in the world for your team because mm-hmm. it's your team. Right. We are Marvel's team. <laughs> yes, we are. So, I mean, no. we, are, we are not experts. We, we admit that we are not experts as in we know all things uh, about all the comic book lines or all the movie lines or whatever. We are just three geeks sitting around a table, a virtual table, and we're talking about stuff we love. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yes, we we love talking about Marvel. We love sharing what we know and our opinions with our listeners and we love it when people enjoy it. So thanks a lot, Anthony. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, and, and the three of us are lucky enough that we get to get together you no know, once a week and, yeah. and, and 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 talk about this and you know it's I, you know I, I I've always loved Marvel and you know when I was given the opportunity to come on I, I jumped at it because you know I don't know it's Marvel well, is well the question is going to be one well celebration which we are an official supporter of if you go Woo! to celebrations website you will we're find talking star wars celebration star wars celebration yes you will find the mighty marvel geeks logo there um will they be able to handle eric and i for four days <laughs> we're gonna find out we're gonna find yes. out yes we are i and, wish and, i could be there with you guys oh man you you will be there in spirit i will be there in spirit talk to dr strange see if you can get that astral projection stunt down and then you can just like you know ghost around the the hallways with us that would be a good time yeah, yeah. i could freak people out and just pop up in the middle of the floor somewhere <laughs> yeah it's kind of like is that ghost with you no no, he's our hollow projection. It's kind of like Princess Leia, only more masculine. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, um, before we go any further, it's time for Marvel Feud, Woo! where things are either or. <laughs> so, the question for tonight: Name the Marvel villain that would would be the most frightening landlord. Five answers on the board. Who's going first? Uh, Eric, you go first. Doctor Doom. <laughs> you are kidding me. What? I'm I calling shenanigans. I will show you the card after, but no, no doubt. That's Doom. right. Did they Man, just that- ask DC fans about this? Uh, we could always talk next time we talk to Ken and ask him. I guess, dude, that was like my number one answer right there. I was like, oh, uh, well, not even on the board. So, uh, okay, a green goblin. Number two. Okay, Loki. Number four. Um, Venom. Um, three answers left. Three answers left. Yes, the Red Skull. Uh, hopefully this is an obvious one. Kingpin. Number five. Okay, that one actually makes sense. Number five. Two answers left. Ooh. And Eric, you're up. Yeah, I'm trying to think of somebody. Uh, Dr. Octopus. That puts you out. Yep. Island. One last chance. 
Uh, I'm thinking, um... Which Kylan gets the win anyway. Yeah. Magneto. I mm. See, I was thinking Magneto, but I think, no, can't be. No. All right. Let's see number three. Carnage. Carnage? And let's see what's behind number one. Thanos. What? I, I, I'm no done. Joke. <laughs> I, 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 no, I'm done. I, I understand what I, I, I do not doubt that you are reading what's on the card. Thanos? Really? Yep. I, 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 Dude. Who are these people asking? He, he's, he's got that infinity hand strong, man. Don't mess with the infinity. You don't mess with that infinity hand. When he, and, says, and that, when he says bills are due, bills are due. Uh, I, Either that he or does he, not have, he does not have the bills are due gem. Either that or he eats your apartment. <laughs> oh, wait, that's Galactus. <laughs> he does not have the bills or two, Jim. <laughs> that may be our show title for tonight. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, for some reason, I, I suddenly picture, like, Silver Surfer standing outside the building arguing with them and, and, and shouting that the rent is too damn high. <laughs> I don't know. Just, I, I don't know. Just, uh, I, I got nothing. Man, Thanos. Thanos. Thanos the landlord with the bills are due infinity gem. <laughs> Episode 159. Is there a pay the bills gem? <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay, that was a totally bogus question and answer. I, I did not but, expect. I mean, Kingpin. Y'all, we hope you're entertained by this. Kingpin Uh-oh. should at least Uh-oh. be number three on that Kingpin, one. Kingpin, I understand. N- yeah. n- next thing you know, we're going to get we're going to get a review saying we're too juvenile from Albert. Well, oh, Albert. Albert doesn't have to listen, does he? <laughs> wow. <sighs> I'm done. I, I didn't. Uh, okay. I did. okay. Okay. So let's. Uh, are we doing another question? Or are we moving on to actual uh, news? We're gonna move on to actual news. All <laughs> right. Such as um, Iron Fist. Yes. Speaking of bad reviews. <laughs> yeah. Where, where's the pay the bill, Jim? Now. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Rand is getting some Alberts of his own. He is. Yep. Um, we're, we're, wow, we're a week away yes. from, from yes. the premiere. A week from today. Yeah. And it's funny. I've, I've heard people go, Luke Cage was amazing. Well, sorry, I'm still struggling getting through it. I'm still stuck on episode three. I love the character. I thought he was great in Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I don't know. I did not. Luke Cage to me is just a slow moving show. It, it, like I, I'll be honest with you, like the first there, there's a lot of exposition that goes on up until like once you get past four, mm-hmm. then it starts moving. Well, uh-huh. you have to have a certain part of the season, yeah, to set the scene. Right. You do. I mean, even now, Jessica, Jessica even Jones, Jones did do a lot of it, but they did yeah. do some. I mean, there were some slow episodes in it, but I mean, it still carried. I mean, Daredevil, right. there was some slow stuff there. It's just I never expected it with Luke Cage right from the get go. Right from the get go, especially with you know what we had with Jessica Jones, and I understand right. we're going back in time a little bit with him as well. Mm-hmm. 
Right. But it, it you I, I I I promise you like if, if you stick with it, if you can push through to episode 4, then it's going then it's going to kick up for you. All right. I'm just going to have to push it. You will. It, it it's, it's a little harsh uh and you know cuz like I said you know they're laying out a lot of stuff because you have the whole thing with Mariah and right. uh, with Cottonmouth and all that. There's, so there's a lot of stuff they got to lay out first. So you got to go through all that. But yeah. Now, here, here's what the critics are saying about Iron Fist. Kwame Opum from The Verge hit this is these are quotes. Um, the sad truth, however, is that Iron Fist is the weakest of Mar- Marvel's Netflix series to date. As far as diversity, representation, and appropriation go, the series fails in a number of ways. But over the course of its first six episodes, it also manages to fall short on basic levels of storytelling. Its creative laziness bankrupts the entire show. See, the bill of the pay the bills, Jim, wasn't here. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, if you're, if you're complaining about diversity in this, that tells me you don't know the first dang thing about Iron about Fist. The- uh, but you know it's and I, I, that has been the, the concern from day one because you had people pushing to make Danny Asian and I'm like no that's not the character and to a certain degree yeah his character the his race does play a factor the, in his character that'd be like trying to, to a say, certain degree that's like trying to say Cato needs to be Mexican or white exactly and no it doesn't no. work. No. Uh, so to, no. to finish this off, Marvel's new series is a disappointing case study in studios needing to try harder to tell different stories well. Well, again, I'm going to assume Kwame Opum is probably on is a African-American person. Mm-hmm. Um, against, I'll make the argument with him. I mean, for me, like I said, Luke Cage, again, it has nothing to do with the character. It's the writing. Right. I, I wonder if... If he's approaching this as it's it's not the and yeah he's saying there's the writing but I wonder if he's approaching it from the you know since he mentions diversity that oh they didn't make him an Asian guy right because he's a kung fu specialist and, right. and they and they pulled a whole kung fu instead of making it Bruce Lee who was creator of the show they brought in David Carradine right which was wrong at the time but right. um. Again, now, a lot of people I've heard say it was a struggle to get into Luke Cage. You yourself mm-hmm. said, yeah, it was hard until you got through episode four. Once episode mm-hmm. four, you get through episode four, it picks up. Right. So, um, Maureen Ryan from Variety says, Marvel's Iron Fist is deadly in all the wrong ways. Not one element of this plotting piece works. The action scenes lack spark, snap, and originality. None of the... F- flat by the numbers characters makes any lasting impression as an origin stories go the tale of danny rand at least as rendered by this creative team is about as exciting as a slice of alvita cheese left out in the sun too long ouch it, it takes forever for anything to happen on Iron Fist as it stumbles along. The uninspired production design, unexceptional cinematography, and the painful dialogue fail to distract the viewer from the overall lack of depth, detail, or momentum. So to me, it's like there. this person knows, okay, there's a little bit more mystic arts involved with this character, and they're mm-hmm. expecting this to be at the same level as Doctor Strange. Right. 
And, and, and I think, and I, something else that I think that, and because uh, I've read a couple other um, preview uh, um, uh, reviews, and they, like they uh, they attack the fighting. Now here's the other thing: Daredevil, there in, in the fighting in Daredevil. All right, he's 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 trained. He's a ninja, but that's street combat. Uh, what you get in Jessica Jones is street combat. What you get in Luke Cage is street combat. What you get in Iron Fist, that's pure martial arts okay yeah. it's a completely different thing it's a difference it's the difference between classical music and rock and roll that's what it is that's a good analogy yeah i was it's, gonna say it's the difference between a muscle car and a ferrari yes exactly yeah. and no it, go ahead Kyle. no no yeah no, and yeah it, no well actually no i, I i'm just going because i can go on and on about that you go ahead I, well, I, i'm gonna do one more uh jim Devota. Right. Mm-hmm. from IGN. Iron Fist, executive produced by Dexter Scott Buck, is Marvel's most generic Netflix series yet. So much of it feels familiar from many other recent superhero tales. Batman Begins, Doctor Strange, even a bit of Iron Man and Arrow. And the story the series has thus far offered in its first success episodes does little to shake up that well-worn formula. How Why many episodes is he talking about? Six. Okay, 13 episodes are coming out, am I right? Right. They barely have, they don't even have half of the episodes. They don't. They don't. So, all right. I will grant you, because I have not seen any of them. Mm-hmm. We need we need I to figure out one. How possible. do we get on? We need to figure out how to get on Netflix's press list so we can see some of these. Since they said they lifted the embargo on Wednesday for reviews, and reviews are coming in. Yeah, we need to because uh, I wouldn't mind getting on this for uh, yeah defenders for defenders. Yeah, uh, Jarvis for you, sir. Anything. All right, thank you. So I, I'm just going to leave it right there. Um, Man, yeah, I, actually, you to know me, what? I, I'm going to do one more. Go ahead. Uh, All right. Do we want heroic Hollywood or do we want? No. Um, <laughs> oh, is, is that El Mayimbe's group? Yes, it is. Yes. I think that is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, he hires crew of idiots anyway. Um, how about Den of Geek? They're respectable. Yeah. Right? What a, why not? Yeah, sure. Mike Ciccini from Den of Geek. But there's something missing from Iron Fist. Visually, it's a little bland for many of these. For many of these early episodes, and often lack, lacking the cinematic pop that made Daredevil or Luke Cage such visual standouts. Notice he leaves out Jessica Jones. While every Marvel Netflix series has pacing problems, okay, Ver confirms what I've said or backs up what I have said. Uh-huh. Um, and many feel like they they spread eight to ten episodes worth of story over thirteen chapters. Uh, it usually takes a few installments before you get the f- before you feel the show to begin to spin its wheels. But Iron Fist is a particularly sh- slow starter, and it takes nearly. Th- Three, before you get a sense of why anyone behaves the way they do. Flashbacks are awkwardly placed, characters make baffling decisions, and the general impression is sometimes the show is filling time. Hmm. Season one, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I think what you're doing... what you're seeing is people that's only seen the first half. Yeah. Yeah. So could it, could it be a very slow starter? Possibly. Possibly. Yes. But you're setting stuff up. Right. And we won't know. You're going to have to look at the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure people will look at the whole thing. You know, next weekend, they will be sitting out on the couch with a big thing of popcorn and saying, do not call me at all today. Exactly. I am binge watching Iron Fist. 
see, I don't know that I particularly like these kinds of reviews where you get like a sneak preview of just a few episodes. Yeah. Because you don't have that opportunity to view it as a whole. Mm-mm, you don't. If you only watched the first half of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and you based your your opinion on the entire the entire run off just that first half of the first season. Mm-hmm. Which people have. You, which people have. They will come away with a negative opinion of the show. Now, those mm-hmm. of us who have watched all four seasons, mm. we know that you can't judge this show based on the first half of the first season. No, you can't. No. And many other shows that you get uh, that, that have had a good long run, most of them didn't start off like gangbusters either. No. Nope. Best example I can think of, and we have mentioned this before when we were talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah. Yeah. First season, not so hot. Not at all. No. Um, Star Trek Voyager. Yeah. Serious. Yeah. Not so hot. Oh, wait. Did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, I mean, Galactica, uh, Galactica 1980. Ooh. Uh, uh. Ooh. See that was that was a show that started out good but ended up with a whimper. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, Buck Rogers I mean, I, of the twenty fifth century, same yes, thing, same yeah. thing. You know, two seasons and it was done. You know, they just I only count the first season. Ah, yeah, probably. You know, that's a wise move because you know both shows. Mm, see, yeah. All I got to say is the pilot episode, Aaron Gray in the title sequence. Yeah, no sense. Yeah. No <laughs> yeah. And the less we say about that, the better. (laughs) Okay, but yeah, I don't think... Now, some of these criticisms are fair, particularly the ones about pacing. Right. Because no Marvel series is without their own pacing issues. Right. But but I, but I think that I think some of the other criticisms are they're definitely not fair criticisms. No, no, no they're not. not. And I mean, at the end of the day, everybody came away from season seasons one and two of Daredevil. Season one of Luke Cage, season one of Jessica Jones, singing the praises of the entire series. Mm-hmm. You know, pacing issues and all. Pacing you know. issues and all. You look at the entire body of the work. You know, and I, 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 I there's this part of me that just wonders if there are people out there who are itching for Marvel to have its first flop, and they, they just decided that Iron Fist is going to be it one way or another. Well, I don't think you're very far wrong. But in that there are there are undoubtedly people out there like that because yeah. Marvel does not seem to, they're on a roll. They're, they do not seem to be stumbling at all. Even right. we thought Ant-Man was going to be the one that broke the chain, didn't we? And yeah. throughout the whole yeah. production, it's it, it just kept having setback after setback after setback. And it came out, and it's kind of like, well, okay, so it's no Winter Soldier, but it was still good. It was still fun, and it was still a success. We we thought the same thing about, well, okay, some people thought the same thing about Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. Because these were like a group of, we've never heard of these people before. Exactly. And then we go to the Netflix shows. People are going like... Well, you know, maybe you know, maybe that's not going to work. A lot of these people keep getting proven wrong about it. They they're naysayers that start off from the beginning. Now, I'm not I'm not saying any of these people are. They're doing it just to eventually. It's like, well, if we keep panning the series, eventually we'll get it right. We can say we told you so. We're freaking geniuses. Exactly. <laughs> I, and I think I think there is a bit of that. And yes, this is another thing that we were kind of discussing before we turned on the mics. 
there are some critics out there who are afraid of being painted as too mainstream right or, or of going with the flow just you know going along with something because it's popular right right that it, it they don't feel that they can be taken seriously as a critic if they like something especially something that's popular right right what's popular and- right now marvel netflix you know what else is popular right now? Marvel games. Ooh, yes, they are. It's uh, which is an interesting thing because uh, we have uh, Iron Fist, who is very popular right now, and and it just so happens that uh, there's an interesting article on uh, Marvel.com uh, it's, uh, talking about Iron Fist and his uh, his list of appearances in Marvel games. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, so Danny Rand has actually had a long history of like of all the Marvel games that have come up, even starting with the um, uh, with the Marvel was the Avengers uh, uh, Avengers Alliance on oh, Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance. The Ultimate yeah. Alliance does show up on here. Uh, no, the the one that was on uh, on your. Uh, Facebook. Oh, Avengers. Yes, Avengers Alliance or something like that. Yes. <laughs> which which was like one of my first times that I got to play. Yes. That I got to team up Luke Cage and Iron Fist, and and yes. you got like the Heroes for Hires bonus. But yeah, mm-hmm. so 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 Danny Rand uh, has shown up all through, uh, you know, with uh, Marvel's history of uh, games. So he, uh, you see him in Avengers Academy, uh, and he is um, he. Figures prominently in contests of champions as well. He's actually part of the original roster. A lot of times you have to uh, earn coins or whatever you have to earn to get uh, Iron Fist. Um, but he's actually one of the original rosters. Uh, he's on the original roster for uh, Marvel Contest of Champions and Future Fight, which um, which has I think two of his um, alternate costumes. Yeah, um, yeah the and- promotional image that uh, that we see on the Marvel dot com article it's uh the one that sanford green's been drawing him as yep yeah yep. yeah the the dark suit almost like a jogging suit with a high collar yeah it's it's, it's almost like it's almost like a mix of his original costume like with the high collar mm-hmm. and the like an alternate take on the the jumpsuit that bruce lee wore mm-hmm. in game of death mm-hmm. yeah so um and of course so and also with with marvel heroes which is marvel's uh um, MMO is it MMO RPG? RPG yes, yes. Yeah. and so massively multiplayer online role playing game. Yes, and so he figures, uh, of course, he, him along with the rest of the Marvel roster is available there. So you get to use the Iron Fist, you get the kick, you get the punch, you get to use Danny Rand like you've always wanted to use him. Uh, and of course, in uh, the game that has been around for. Uh, quite a while now marvel puzzle mm-hmm. uh puzzle marvel quest, yeah. puzzle quest mm-hmm. um is in this is the immortal weapon version of iron fist yeah. that you see here now, and I, so, I like this costume too i really i want this i i, I think i wouldn't mind finding a a screenshot of you of this and maybe use it as a background because that is a very i, I like that i i totally missed out on getting him in uh in avengers academy oh you which, d- which i do play see i i'm not playing avengers academy like and I admit I had to back off. I, I I got so busy. I, I I'm no longer playing Future Fight. I'm playing Future I'm, Fight, 
it, but I, I'm just not like there's a whole Doctor Strange epic quest going on, and right. a lot of it is they're wanting you to spend money that I just don't want to spend. Well, exactly. of course, that's unfortunately that is the main thrust of just about any game that you play on your mobile device. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, and that, it, it, up until really up until. Um, until uh, the movie Doctor came, uh, Doctor Strange came out. You could get you could get pretty far without actually spending money yeah. on um, future, future fight. fight. But now, but Dude, now you, know. you could get you could get this image of, of Iron Fist for your phone easily. Just go to your phone and save image. Ah, well then that's what I'll do. Go go to the logo or go to this article on your phone and just save image. Ah, that's what I do. I, I mean, because that is such a cool image. Yeah, it is. I, that is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah I'm going to go stay. I'm going to go and uh, grab that one. And actually, uh, something that surprised me, uh, cause. Well, we know that uh, Sanford Green's Power Man and Iron Fist series ends this month. Right. Uh, but I got a surprise because I, I knew that uh, Luke Cage was getting his own book um, starting in April. I, I, I was aware of that. But what I wasn't aware, wasn't aware of was that Iron Fist is getting his own book starting this month on the 22nd. Yeah. Iron Fist number one. So I think it's... Uh, I mean, you know, I I think it's kind of it's it's good it was cool to you know to bring you know Iron Man uh, Iron Fist and Power Man back together for that period of time and you know it's kind of, I think it's sad to see them kind of go off and do their own separate things but I like Iron Fist I like the solo Iron Fist stories and I like yeah. the solo Luke Cage stories and I'm sure that they're going to be crossing paths so it's, I think it's going to be a good time. Yeah. Well. Speaking of games, Marvel games, how about um, the 15 greatest Marvel games of all time? Uh, of course, this is the opinion of CBR.com, and uh, we, we could adjust accordingly. Yeah. Coming in at number 15, Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions. Okay. Uh, number 14, X-Men 2, Clone Wars. Wait, isn't that, isn't that, that was the prequel number two. Yeah. Okay. Um, number 13, Marvel Heroes 2016. See, I could put this at 15. This, this was, this was not what I expected it to be. Mm -hmm. I was expecting Marvel Heroes to be similar to DC Universe Online. Yeah. Instead, it ended up being, instead it ended up being more like, um, the, the other DC game that loads a short life. Well, it, it really feels more to me like the uh, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Because the one thing I loved about DC Universe Online was that you got to create your own character. Yeah. And right. that character got to interact with the established characters in that universe. Right? Long, long live Toxic Snot. <laughs> long live the Crimson Chimichanga. <laughs> My other character, long live the crybaby. <laughs> A big hulking guy wearing pink with black and white accents. I actually came up with a an, uh, a character based on Grand Admiral Thrawn from the from the Star Wars universe. Oh, that's cool. So, um, but no, I to me, Marvel Heroes is a MMO version of of. Uh, Diablo in many ways. Mm. And I, I just not what I was expecting. Uh number twelve, which I want I almost want a game system just to have this Deadpool. Even though it was <laughs> supposedly horrible, I don't care. 
Um, Don got this game. Uh, it was one of the first games I bought on PS4, and the only for her that she uh, that she she has motion sickness. Uh, and a, a lot of the game is first is a first person shooter, yeah. so she wasn't really able to get much into it. But she she had fun with it. No, cause Deadpool. So right, yeah. There you go. Uh, number eleven, Spider Man from the from two thousand. Uh, it was the first Spidey game on the modern consoles. So this uh, would have been the first PlayStation. Yes, in Nintendo sixty four. Okay. Uh, X Men Legends two: Rise of Apocalypse from 2005. Number nine: Marvel vs. Capcom two: New Age of Heroes. Now that was a pretty good one. Uh, number eight: The Incredible Hulk: Ultimate Destruction two thousand five. Tell you, I, I'm sensing these are all game system based. They're not. I'm not sensing any mobile versions yet. Well, and there was a mobile version with the Marvel Heroes. Right. No, Marvel Heroes didn't have a mobile version. I thought they did. No, if they did, I would have been playing it more. No, there you go. Um, number seven, Ultimate Spider-Man from 2005. 2005 apparently was a hot year. Yeah, apparently <laughs> so. Uh, number six, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Uh, number five, Marvel Ultimate Alliance in 2006. I played I love the that game. crap out of this game. I, they 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 just re-released it uh, for download for the PS4. That and uh, Marvel Marvel Ultimate Alliance too. So, do you know if the graphics are updated? I think the graphics are updated, and I think that I I think. Yeah, you'll need to go and check me on this, but I think they may include the DLC also. Ooh, uh, I may have to look into that. I may have to look into that. Uh, number four, The Punisher, again from 2005. I, I played this game. I, I'll, I'll put to you like this because it takes a lot for for like the level of violence to affect me. This game was so dark and the violence was so gritty. I This was one of the few games I actually had to walk away from. I could not finish finish it wow it, it was good don't get me wrong but it was just yeah and, and this was um this was uh gosh during um who's the guy that was writing for punisher at that point um i, I can't remember, remember. well mo- moving I can't on think of, but yeah yeah. Uh, number three, Spider-Man 2 from 2004. That was a pretty good game. Uh, number two, which I remember playing this in the arcade. I love this game. Yes. It's about one of the few things of X-Men I actually enjoyed besides the cartoons. Um, mm-hmm. X-Men, the arcade game. Yes. Yes. It, it was It was a side-scroller. It reminded me a lot of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, very, very similar. Very similar. Gra- the Simpsons yes. game. Very very similar to this as well. Yeah, uh, there was but, there was a couple others that were similar as well. Yeah, um, but this was a this this was a very good and this was a completely different kind of console game than what you're talking about because well, this was the stand up console game that you saw in the arcades. Yeah, that had they, four joysticks. But they did make a version of this that came out on on the game game systems as well. Right. Yeah. So uh, number one, Lego Marvel Superheroes from twenty thirteen. I will so agree with that. So, um, how about this? Uh, Let's move quickly into uh, Thor Ragnarok. Okay. All right. So, uh, this, and actually it was in this week's um, uh, Entertainment Weekly. Um, We get our, we get the first official images from Thor Ragnarok. 
Um, we get to see Jeff Goldblum as the Grandmaster. Um, I have to admit, there's the, the costuming is very different from it's 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 definitely more colorful. Um, seems like they it seems according to this article looks like they're going with a brighter palette. Um, and so this uh, looks like what we're seeing is, um, is, it looks, these, these are photos taken during a, looks like almost like a gladiator combat scene of some type. Well, um, considering you got Goldblum as, uh, as Grandmaster. Right. Well, yeah, the, yeah, because this is set in, um, Grandmaster's arena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then you, and you get to see, um. Thor was short hair. Thor? Yeah, Thor was short hair. I, uh, as Oh, weird. Man. I just—it looks like he's trying to audition for like an Asgardian version of Mad Max. Yeah. Well, you know, brother, it's it's time for Asgardian gladiators, brother. <laughs> Asgardian gladiators. <laughs> And so, so yeah, so um, and so, and as you know, we're we should be seeing Hulk in this one. I think uh, we will. I think we will. We're gonna see. I believe we're gonna see him in Planet Hulk armor at some yep. point. Mm-hmm. Yes, we will. And uh, we'll. And I'm looking as I'm looking through the pictures. I do see Loki uh, is present. Um, and we get Valkyrie in this one as well. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So we're. Um, I, I, it seems like there. There's there's uh, quite a quite a bit of good buzz uh, coming out for Thor for for this Thor movie, and I don't know if it's largely because people are excited to be getting Hulk back as well. But um, I, I, I'm I'm kind of getting jazzed about this now. I, I think one reason people are getting in, are, are getting excited about it because they know if there's a Hulk in the Thor movie, you know what's going to happen. Yep, the same thing that happened in Avengers and <laughs> Avengers Age of Ultron. <laughs> it's gonna be that it's gonna be that slam fest it's kind of like it's kind of like going to a hockey game because you know there's a fight gonna break out yes to say the least yeah i am a god you dull creature and i will not be bullied by Puny job. It's that little whine at the end that just makes that right there. Yep. I thought I had I thought I had the other clip, but I don't. Um now Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. Oh, Blanchett. Oh that does not look like her, and it looks amazing. her. Her character looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then, and then I'm loving. Um, oh, what's her name? The uh, Hella mm-hmm. in what looks like the the cantina with that other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost looks mm-hmm. like a destroyer. It does. And I mm-hmm. love that helmet of his. I want to know what this one in the blue and black, what he looks like from the front as well. We'll find out soon enough, I do believe. Yeah. So um, let's hit comic news before we get to uh, picks of the week. Okay. Okay. Um, there is there is a late breaking story, and it's going around quite a bit around the the Star Wars community uh, that Darth Vader is getting a new ongoing series. Now we all were lamenting the end of the of the past one, and yeah. Doctor Afra, let you know, bless her heart, she's a great supporting character. Maybe not so much as a standalone. Right. But, oh, speaking of Afra. 
Kodo US, or I can't pronounce their name normally. I just know them as Kodo US. B, uh, BT and Triple Zero as their artifacts Star Wars celebration exclusives. First time the two characters from Afra and the original Vader series being done in collectible form, be it action nice. figure or collectibles. Nice. 80 bucks for the set. Nice. Mm. But uh, no, this series, though, will not feature Dr. Afra. It won't actually be a sequel to the series that just wrapped up. It is actually going to be a prequel. I don't know what it is about Star Wars and prequels, but they got to do it every once in a while. Uh, This is actually going to pick up at the end of Revenge of the Sith, uh, just as Darth Vader joins Palpatine in viewing the Death Star. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting concept because basically you remember how uh, the DC had Batman year one? Yeah. Yeah. And then they did That's what this is going to be. This is going to be Vader year one kind of thing. Uh, And this, like I said, this is a late breaking story. (laughs) I'm reading it on IGN. Uh, I have I have looked for a, like an official Marvel statement. I cannot find one. I've gone to their June solicits when this is supposed to be dropping. I can't find anything on it. So hopefully we'll get more news about it at uh, yeah at celebration. A celebration. Hopefully we will. But they have a cover that's supposedly drawn by uh, Giuseppe Camuncoli. Camuncoli. I, I am mutilating that ba- last name. I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's written by uh, Charles Soule, who apparently has done, you know, a good bit of other Marvel, uh, Star Wars projects uh, for Marvel. Yeah. Uh, what else yeah. has he done? He's done Lando. He's done Obi-Wan right. and Anakin. You're he's right. doing Poe Dameron. Right. So, yeah. And, and of course... And it, and it just reinforces the Darth Vader year one uh, thing. He says, uh, the book begins one second after the end of Revenge of the Sith. Darth Vader is in the armored suit that we see throughout the rest of his life, most of his life. Uh, he is just awakening to that moment and that realization. So he has shouted no in the way that we see in the film. Excuse me. I meant to say no. And then it picks no. up immediately after that point. <laughs> so we see him adjusting to that. We see him learning to be more machine than man. We see him going through some really, really cool early moments of his early mythology and history. And he goes on to say that one of these moments will be Vader constructing his first ever red lightsaber uh, because at the end of Revenge of the Sith, he obviously loses his blue saber when he gets all chopped up and Obi-Wan takes it to eventually give to Luke down the road. That's a direct quote, by the way, when he gets all chopped up. So we end up with a character who is known as having this iconic sword, like his magical red sword, but he doesn't have it yet. So what better way to start a big, huge series than a quest for a magic sword? I could have gone the rest of the evening without hearing the words quest for a magic sword. It's like HR puff and stuff in the magic flute. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And they're, they're paying respect to the, to the, to the Vader series that just wrapped up uh, by Carrie and Gillen and uh, Salvador LaRocca. So yeah, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, trying to figure out how, I guess this is kind of a prequel that I don't mind. I can see that. You want that you, you want you get to see how he you know, basically this is taking place right after Revenge of the Sith, like they said. So we're going to see how he goes between essentially being Anakin to right. being the Vader that we saw in Rogue One and the Vader that we saw in A New Hope. Right. So yeah, I'm I'm actually looking for. I may have to pick this up. I mean, it, Soul has done pretty good so far, has he not? Yeah, he has. He has. You, you know me. It's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so, we have time for, for our discussion tonight. Uh, yeah. 
Okay. We do it briefly. Okay. okay. So what we want, we do want to do this briefly, but I do want to get to it because as I was reading this article and I was reading about the, the new series, I would just, I just started thinking like, what, how cool would it be to have somebody from like the mainstream Marvel universe show up in a star Wars comic? Just because, you know, you've seen the, you've seen the mashups before you had like X-Men versus Star Trek, you know, X-Men and Star Trek right. and, and this and that and the other. So I posed the question to the guys, and we also posed this question out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Hangouts, that sort of thing. So what we want to know is what would be, and I asked the guys, give me your top three characters that you would like to see in a Marvel Star Wars matchup. Let's go with the listeners first. Okay, so we'll go with the listeners first and uh, go to, uh, start off with my fa- with uh, Facebook where I posted it there. We had uh, Julia says, Captain Phasma versus Black Widow. I thought that I thought that was a pretty good one. Uh, Hope Victoria says Captain America and Han Solo. Not a rivalry, but seeing these two work together would be a hoot. That could be interesting. Yes. It would uh, be. Tyler says Iron Man versus Darth Vader, and Tom says Guardians of the Galaxy helping the Rebel Alliance. Okay. And I can see that. Yeah. Let me let's see. Let me pull up. Uh, the Instagram because I had we had a few good ones there. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Al John from Sorcerer Radio and Jedi Masketeer, he came up with K2SO and Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jill yeah. came if you, up. If you did that, okay, never mind. That gives me another idea. Okay. Jill came up with uh, Chira Inui and Cassilius. Okay. And let's see. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what we got from there. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I thought those were those were some good. Now, unfortunately, one one person did come up with Darth Vader versus Superman, I did have to explain to that person that, well, unfortunately, Superman is not Marvel, but hey, thank you anyway. I'm sorry, your answer must be in the form of a question, but thank you for playing. Oh, wait, that sound drop came from Batman Returns. (laughs) Okay, so what we're going to do, we're going to do this really quick, uh, rapid-fire roundtable, kind of like the way we do the picks of the week, and uh, Mike, start us off. Some Marvel Star Wars mashups. Yes, your your first pick of those. Marvel action figure variant covers. Oh, wait, no. Um... How about Triple Zero and Deadpool? Oh, I like that one. Okay, Kylan, what's your first? Poe Dameron and Nick Fury. Ooh, I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That's a good one. My first one, Boba Fett meets the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 All right, Mike, what's your second? Oh, this one be a huge hit. A team-up, Dengar and Rocket Raccoon. Okay. 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 Kylan, what's your second pick? I, I I went back a little bit. Dominic Fortune and Han Solo. Ooh, digging out the retro there. I like that. <laughs> My second pick of this uh, mashup exercise: Thor- Grand Admiral Thrawn squares off against Doctor Doom. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That I think that would be a pretty good cat and mouse game. Strategic kind of thinkers there. Yep. All right. Wow. Mike. Mike, what's your third mashup idea? My final mashup idea. It's Battle of Cartels, Job of the Hut, and Kingpin. Oh, Ooh. nice. What about you, Kylan? All right. I went with, uh, I decided to go the Mystic route, and I have Iron Fist and Luke Skywalker. I could see that. Yeah. I could totally see that. Okay. My third and final idea for this mashup, Han and Chewie meet Rocket and Groot. <laughs> Think of the conversation that those, that two of those will have. I am Groot. 
I am Groot. One more, one more time. I am Groot. <laughs> this would have been better if we had rehearsed this. <laughs> But hey, this show is completely unrehearsed, as you probably have already figured out. That's why we have issues. So there we go. So thank you guys for for playing along with me on this, and thank you for all of those who responded to our to our question out there on social media and uh, some great ideas. I think some really yeah. really good ideas. And and we salute you, Hail Hydra. Yes, Hail Hydra. <laughs> okay, on, on that note, I'm going to say we're going to miss you, Bill Paxton, a.k.a. Agent Garrett. Yes. Yes. Yes, we, yes. yes, we are. So mm. for for Bill Paxton, it might be it's it's over, man. Game, or, game, game over, over. Game over, yeah. man. Mm. But no, you've just moved on to the next game. That's all. Yep. There you go. You've leveled up to the afterlife. So um, yeah. tell you what. Uh, I'll start us off on the picks of the week. Okay. And we'll, we'll keep going the same rotation. Me, Kylan, then Eric. Uh, my Sounds first, good. my first pick of the week is Gwynpool, the unbelievable, or the unbelievable Gwynpool volume two head of Modoc trade paperback. What's the best part of living in a world of comic book heroes? Team-ups, baby. And imagine the awesome when Gwen Poole, that's P-O-O-L-E, meets Miles Morales. Spider-Man and Gwen's are a match made in heaven, right? Huh? Maybe not always, but this one goes to some dark places. Second best thing about living in the Marvel Universe? The job opportunities. She's only been here a few weeks, and now she's got a shot at running her very own mercenary organization dedicated to only killing MODOK, for short. Uh, talking about getting ahead in business. But Gwenpool, <laughs> G-W-E-N-P-O-O-L, may not be up to the task. Still, it's always good to be wanted, right? Except when it's by the NYPD or aliens. Her only chance? Do something awful and not care about the consequences. Join the Gwenpool army today. Uh, this co- this uh, collects unbelievable Gwenpool Issues 5 through 10. Mm, okay. So, Kylan, number one. My number one is number... This number 10, actually. Uh, Punisher number 10. Uh, the the writer is Becky Cloonan. The penciler is Matt Horak. Cover artist is Declan Shalvey. Uh, and the the title is uh, written... The Punisher 2016 number 10. Agent of Destruction. Agent Ortiz is no longer for hunting Frank with the DA. Now, as they say, it's personal. Agent Ortiz is up against both the the Punisher and the entire Deadly Mercenary outfit. Agent Ortiz might be in trouble. He might be. Might be. Okay. Alright, my first pick of the week is Monsters Unleashed number five. Which the final the, chapter. Which happens to be the theme in uh, Marvel Academy right now for their event. Well, there you go. So, this is five of five. It's a five-issue five limited series. The final chapter, up against odds that have never seemed so dire, Marvel heroes like Captain America, Spider-Man, and Medusa will have to lean on their newest and youngest ally to save the day. But what is imagine worth up against several tons of teeth, claws, and rage? Well, one Leviathan is about to find out. Kid Kaiju will have to dig deep into his newfound powers if he wants to save the day and the Earth with it. The final chapter in an epic story that you won't want to miss, drawn by comics legend Adam Kubert and written by Cullen Bunn. Wow. 
Well, um, that comes back to me. How about, yes. Yes, how about Deadpool the Duck number five? Howard and Deadpool have finally learned how to control their shared body, just in time, too, as they've got an even bigger challenge to face, getting their own bodies back. And I believe this is the final of the series. Uh, this is oh. written by Stuart Moore, and uh, penciler is Jacopo Kamangi. Kamangi. So, um, on to Kylan for your second pick. Okay, uh, my second pick is my second pick is Black Panther: World of Wakanda number five. The writer is Roxanne Gay. The penciler and co- cover artist, well, actually, the, the penciler is Aletha Martinez. The cover artist is Afua Richardson. Okay. Dawn, Dawn of the Midnight Angels conclusion. Officers, rebels, lovers, Ayo and Nanika, aka the Midnight Angels, now have new monikers thrust upon them leaders okay all right all right okay my second pick of the week is the mighty thor number 17 written by jason aaron artist russell dauterman the heavens rumble as the war between asgard and the shiar tears through space meanwhile the challenge of the gods rages on and although thor has fought valiantly to protect the people of midgard the gods of the shiar have a dark and dangerous surprise in store interesting well, my final pick of the week is Patsy Walker, a.k.a. Hellcat, number 16. The, this comes from, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the, the band. It was a drowning pool because it's Get Down With The Sickness. Mm. Or I'm thinking bodies at the okay. floor. Never mind. <laughs> uh, struck down with a supernatural awful cold that wrecks havoc all over Brooklyn, Hellcat must rely on her closest and dearest to help her out. The help put out the literal fires and make soup. Surely they can help handle it, right? Right, guys? Right. Hello. Right, right. Totally. Totally. <laughs> so. Totally. I'm a firm believer. As, as this series is slowly coming to an end. And, of course, it's got Howard on the cover. Well, that's a signal that the series is about to go. <laughs> you, you you had to go there, didn't you? I did. It's time we accepted that Howard the Duck is the harbinger of doom. <laughs> <laughs> Howard the Duck is not Summer Glau. Oh! Ooh, ooh. Well, well, you know what? Wait, hold on. To be fair... Does Summer Glau have the, the rent is due, Jim? No, she doesn't. Well... Oh, you know, wait, hold on. What show was it that they added Summer Glau to, and they were waiting on the show to end, and it didn't end? Um, was it? I can't remember. It seemed like it was a show on CBS, and they added Summer Glau, and people were all prepared to start packing up and leaving, and they stayed around for one more season. So, like, hey. Huh? There you go. All right, so who's next? Oh, oh she, that she, is all me. Uh, okay. Con Man? You think Con Man? Was it Con Man? Because it Could seemed be. like there was a show that brought her on. She, and everybody was like, Summer Glau comes on, and it's a kiss of death. But it was, wasn't the kiss of death. She was also brought into Castle. She was also brought on to Arrow. No, it may have been Arrow that she was on, and people were like, well, that's it. Nope. <laughs> nope, that wasn't. Yeah. Uh, I got a winner, guys. I have such a winner on this one. Uh, my final pick is uh, number four. It's U.S. Adventures, number four. Uh, I don't have a writer. I don't have an uh author all i have is uh teen rating uh, or a rating of rated t plus and uh the publishing date 
of March 15th, 2017. Intern and, must um, have left early that day. Must have, and that's everything I got. Okay. Well, that's all right, because I can make up for that. My final pick of the week is the Excalibur Epic Collection, The Sword is Drawn Trade Paperback, uh, with various writers, various interior artists, but the cover artist is none other than Alan Davis. Mm-hmm. A legendary team is born. Meet the United Kingdom's champion, Captain Britain, and his paramour, the metamorphic Megan. They'll bind together with former X-Men Nightcrawler and Kitty Pride when Gatecrasher and her TechNet are sent to capture Rachel Phoenix Summers. From their lighthouse base, the heroes of Excalibur will tackle the ferocious Warwolves, the unstoppable Juggernaut and Mojo Mayhem. Things get wild with Arcade, the Crazy Gang, and the X-Babies, and really heat up as Excalibur is drawn across the Atlantic to an inferno raging in New York. And don't forget Lightning Squad, the alternate Nazi versions of Excalibur. Plus, who or what is Widget? Now, this trade paperback is collecting Captain Britain 1 and 2 from 1976, uh, Excalibur 1 through 11 from 1988, the Special Edition and Mojo Mayhem, as well as material from Marvel Comics Presents number 31 through 38, and Mighty World of Marvel number seven and numbers fourteen through fifteen. Okay. Wow. Well, this I, have, I would have to get this. I would have to get this because this was the title that I collected back in the day and would love to have it all together. Well, that's cool. Well, I'm going to go for the Marvel Unlimited pick. Mm-hmm. Hold your horses. I hope you guys are sitting down. Uh, yeah. I hope your computers don't crash because I bring to you from 2005 Drax the Destroyer number one. Okay. This was, okay. Okay. Th- this was written by uh, Keith Giffen and penciler was Mitch uh, Brett Weiser. And this was uh, the first of a five issue series. Uh, the crash of an in- interstellar prison transport spells big trouble for an isolated Alaskan, Alaskan town when Paybok, the Power Squirrel, Lunatic, the Blood Brothers, and Drax the Destroyer come calling. It's not a social call. Oh, and you think you know Drax? Big, green, and not all that bright? Is that the Drax you're thinking about? Well, you don't know Drax. The re-imaging of Drax the Destroyer begins here. And this was the book that I, I really started to uh, get hooked on on Drax with so okay wow man Cool. So yeah, that's uh, uh, that's it for this week, I guess. In, yeah. Any, yeah. Any final thoughts? No, I, no, I'm pretty much out. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm all thought out. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, Jarvis, if you would please. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Nope. Just time to go dark. So, what other game should have been on that 15 greatest? Um, I say uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 should have been on there. Okay. I I think Future Fight should should have a a go as a as a um, uh, as a mobile game option. Maybe even the the Marvel Avenger, uh, the Avengers was it Avengers Alliance as well, Eric. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how about Disney Infinity 2.0? Because it was very heavy Marvel. True, true. Um, 
No, I can't think of any other games. I just I just wish there were some mobile offerings shown. 